Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And we have some housekeeping notes before we actually get into the episode, don't we? Yes, we do. It's true. Um, I made a couple of mistakes in the Blood Moon episode two. I said that Abaddon is uh, Greek. It's not. It's Hebrew. I apologize for that. I was misreading. Um, Also, in the Lesser Key of Solomon, I missed the connection between the item 37 and the fact that Ichabod Crane was in the 37th Regiment. I said that there was no connection to the number 37, and I was wrong. I apologize. Uh, Also, I just wanted to let everybody know, I do have a mild speech impediment that prevents me from pronouncing some consonant clusters, so um, I apologize for all of my mispronunciations. So anyway, now we can get into the episode. Okay, um, and today we're going to talk about, it's, ep- uh, it's season one, episode nine, Sanctuary, and it was directed by Liz Freelander, and it was written by Damien Kindler and Shaitra Elizabeth Sampath. Damien, I remember that name. Yes. Damien did Lesser Key of Solomon, didn't yes. he? Yes, yes he did. Yay. I knew you'd recognize I that. I that off the top of my head. Even. Yes, you did. So what'd you, what'd you think of this one? I liked it even if it was kind of cliche-ish to start with it was because it's a haunted house right but we should have known we were going to get to a haunted house at least once in the show at least one time so (laughs) um it was a monster of the week episode but yet we learn a lot of information we really do um the fact that they kind of squeeze that in together that was interesting i liked it it wasn't um it wasn't a lesser kiff solomon episode or a john doe episode yeah um, it held its own It was for good. Me. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. So. All right, you want to get right into the recap? Sure, may as well. Okay, um, so we see this rich lady pulling up to an old house, and for all her talking about how abandoned it was, it didn't look that bad. It didn't look that bad. Like, the, the house... grounds were really well kept. The house itself looked a little crusty, but the grounds were pretty well kept. Um, yeah, it looked like somebody's cut that grass. That grass was not overgrown or, or anything, although some of the, the, the gardening did look uh dried yeah there was right there around that looked like a, i want to say look like almost like a fountain looking thing at could first. be uh, but she's right the house really is gorgeous yeah um i, I would be all up in that house too i'd be all over <laughs> buying that house and getting but i would dress a little bit more appropriately i thought that too for somebody going to go check out a crusty, a cr- old, crusty yeah, old house yeah that's been abandoned for like 200 plus years yeah and all over the place there were a lot of crows mm-hmm. and i'm not even going to start to get into symbolism of crows because that's so overdone in so many different <laughs> mythologies they're a hard harbinger 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 yeah see there we go already <laughs> a harbinger of of bad things to come yeah Okay. That's, let's just leave it at that because otherwise we'll be here all day talking about dark wings, crows dark words. This. <laughs> crows do this, and they could be that, or they could be this. And then the Odin has his crows, and it's everywhere. But just. I thought Odin had ravens. Were they ra- ravens, crows? I don't know. How different are they really? Is it great? Yeah, it's great Odin's raven or something. They're I don't black know. birds. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Birds. Anyway. So we could go on for hours. So, so this rich lady, um, we find out that it's a family home and that she's tried to obtain it for a really long time. And um, she's succeeded now. And she goes in against the advice of her bodyguard, who is a very smart man. Yeah, I know. He knew that she shouldn't have gone in there. Right. And th- we see this crazy thorn plant monster thing um, from the basement and it envelops her and... And well, then okay, end I, wanted, scene. I wanted to ask you that that door yeah. that she opens. I, I rewound it a couple of times. Is that a closet or is it the door to the basement? I think it's the door to the basement. You think so? Yeah. Because I even after watching it later down the road, because later she's not there. That's a different door. Oh. 
I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I just so, thought it was the basement just because that's what my brain so? told me it yeah, was. Yeah, I wanted to say it was the basement, too. It looked like a basement type basement placing. <laughs> placing. I can't even talk. Sure. It's I've catching. Not, I've, I've only had one basement in my lifetime, so <laughs> it was a creepy basement. I didn't like it. Well, uh, can't be creepier than this. It's not important to the story. I just wanted to ask what you thought. <laughs> um, and we move on to um, Ichabod and Abby, and he complains about their drive through meal. It's his speech. Mm-hmm. is word porn it is every word that he he says is absolute word porn and if you don't know that that bag he's carrying is mcdonald's yeah you know they didn't give pay for product placement because they neither no. said it nor did they show it no but you knew you knew that's what it was it was mcdonald's yeah and it's i loved i just i rewound it like three times just so i could listen <laughs> to him talk it was great and um, he, th- we find out that it's around Thanksgiving, and he wants to know why Abby's not spending it with Jenny. So our timeline, yeah, is jacked up. How jacked up is it? Well, the blood moon is supposed to be October, okay, and Jenny wasn't supposed to be out for six months, and she's already out. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that basically just Abby vouching for her and saying that she was going to be her like guardian went a long way with them. Well, and maybe. Frank pulled some strings somewhere. Well, that's true, because now that Frank's on the side of believing... And she did help out at that, the the Department of Water and... She did. Power? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe... DWP, Yeah, so maybe, um, maybe that's why. And he talks, they they have a whole conversation about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving food. Mm Mm-hmm. I started looking into that... And just gave up because there's so many different theories. About what they actually about had. About what, what the pilgrims actually had. But the history of Thanksgiving in and of itself goes back to like 1621. Really? Yeah. It wow. goes way back. And even before that, it really there really were Thanksgiving type meals in England. Okay. It, it goes way, way back. It started out as a religious type thing from what I understood. Most things did. Uh, yeah. Um, but it didn't become an actual holiday until George Washington was president. In the United States, George Washington was president. Okay. Uh, he made it a, a national holiday in November. And it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln in the Civil War that he declared um, the third, third Thursday in, in, at, November in November is Thanksgiving every year. Because Roosevelt... Later on, Roosevelt tried to expand the shopping season uh. and back it up. And people are like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. So I may have some of those dates. So I have Abraham yeah, Lincoln to thank for the fact that it's not the same damn date every year and it confuses the shit out of me. Yes. Great. But Abraham Lincoln's idea was, it was during the Civil War, he was trying to help bring people together. And that was, it was the, the Thanksgiving proclamation. Oh, that, wow, there was a whole proclamation. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so, um, yeah, and Ichabod has this nice little rant about it, but it really all boils down to the fact that he's upset about Katrina. Oh, I will, you know, and every, and his, anybody he knew, yeah, really. That's true, but we get this nice little nugget, and it is, and I, and I quoted it because it made me happy. Yay. Um, Your company holds the greatest value for me. Aww. For Abby, and she she understands where he's coming from on on all his Katrina angst, um, 
And they were gonna, they were supposed to have a night off, and that's not in the cards for them because he says, let me know when that night arrives. Yeah, because it's it is not this night. It is not this night. <laughs> and, uh, Frank calls him into the, his office, and um, it's regarding the missing rich lady that we met in the first scene. Right, and here we see Frank giving them a lead. Yeah. Whereas always before they came to him saying, "Hey, this creepy shit so happened." He's, he's found this lead for them. Yeah, and um. It turns out that she's got Katrina's name, the the woman that's missing has Katrina's name scribbled on a paper that was found in her desk. And uh, you did make a really good point. This is Frank trying to bring them in. And at first, Abby's like, we don't have anything to do yeah, with any, this. Yeah, any units could take care of this. Yeah, and Frank's like, yeah, no, there's there's some there's some supernatural stuff at, at work here. And uh, he, he wants them to investigate. You well, know. So he said, I thought you might be interested. Yeah, and, and Abby's like, yeah, but I'm not. But they go anyway, so they do, um, they, at first they start off with an internet search to see if she's related to Katrina, which is what Ichabod thinks is the case. Right. Um, which I don't know why he leapt to that. He's, it's, and you get the impression, both with his body language and his attitude, that he's grabbing, grabbing onto something. Yeah. He's reaching. He's, he's not, he doesn't seem to be thinking as clearly as Ichabod could be. Yeah, he's compromised. He's, he's emotionally compromised. And I'm, I'm making grabby hands, by the way. <laughs> he's reaching for uh, for something yeah. to connect to Katrina. And, um, well, it turns out that the reach is a good one, conveniently, for TV's sake. Because Otherwise, he, it'd be a boring episode. Right. Because he knows where this woman went. It was the house of an old friend of his. Lachlan Fredericks. Yes. I And he mentions him being one of the charter members of the Continental Congress. Yes. So, of course, you know I had to you go You had to check. Uh, no. Not. There was no listing of any Fredericks, no Lachlan in the charter, uh, or any of the members that I could find of the original Continental Congress from around his time. The only thing I can figure is because nobody wanted to make a supernatural connection and accuse a charter member of the Continental Congress of being tied up with the supernatural. Well, it also could be that, honestly, there weren't any guys that were giving former slaves sanctuary like this. That's true. I mean, that, I was... Could be very true. The whole, the whole episode, I was sitting there thinking, God, this would be cool if it well, was real, but I highly doubt that, you know, there were high-minded people, that many high-minded people like that well, in exactly. positions of power. Yeah, but also, you know, we flash forward real quick to later on in the episode we find that he's you know really seriously involved in the super he's like in the, in the coven and yeah he's he's part of this coven and nobody wants to accuse that's true uh, although of course we'll accuse washington of all kinds of things but and, he's oh, almost yeah. like public property though. I know, right? <laughs> he's i mean you can kind of do what you want with washington so yeah. that's true. So yeah, there's 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 no history. He's and I tried to just do a search for the name in and of itself, and I ran across a Facebook or two, but nobody <laughs> historical. Okay, nobody nobody for reals. Nobody for reals. So he's completely a completely made up character for okay. the purpose of the show, which is it's it's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't either because and also they would have to tie that person to Sleepy Hollow, New York. Which, you know, because they, they did make a point of saying that it is or in, at least in the, the town. State. Yeah, at, at least, least in the state. state. Yeah. So uh, they go, of course, they go to the creepy house. And um, it turns out that Katrina and Ichabod visited there during the war. And we get a flashback. We do get a flashback. The transition between... It was really It was cool. really smooth. Yes. I was like, good on you, CGI people. I mean, they just flash over their sh his shoulder. I wonder if maybe they did bring in a carriage... 
while he was and did that as a seamless. Yeah, it could very well be. I don't know. But it looked really good. The lighting changed. The lighting so did change. Was, and I also want to point out that when they pull up to the house, you can see we finally have a twilight. You can see the sun is starting yeah. to be lower in the in the sky. Instead of just instead of just being spontaneously. Day, night. <laughs> And um, so we find out that this estate was full of freed black servants. Um, and it was it was considered a sanctuary for former slaves. They were given, like, real employment instead of, you know, the yes. whole slavery thing. <laughs> and um, he has... Ichabod has no idea why the house is in ruins now. And he seems shocked. He seems upset. Yeah, like, it's almost like a personal affront yeah. that it, that it offended, was allowed. Yeah. Offended. Offended is the perfect description for yeah. how he appeared. And so they enter, and they find the bodyguard, and he's all kind of dead. Yeah, and he he looks, what does they say, looks like he'd been attacked by animals. Yeah, did they fool you for a second with the guy sitting in the chair? No, no. I knew. They didn't fool me either. I knew. When he didn't respond immediately. I was like, he did. I was like, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he's so dead. But Abby calls for backup, or tries to call she for backup. She tries to, and they have no um, luck. But... But she tries to call for backup. She does. People in these shows never call for backup. They're like, let's go deeper in the house and not tell anybody where we are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so she so she tries to call it in, and she has no luck, and then they find out they're locked in the house. Abby freaks out. She does. And um, I I have it. We're in a damn haunted house is, is exactly, it's exactly the way. exactly what she said. It cuts, I think it cuts to commercial at that point. Yeah. And I'm just... We she she just wanted a night fear. off, man. She really did. They deserve a night off. They do. Um, yeah, and and that's when we cut to commercial, and you can tell how how upset she is. This is not this is not her jam. No. And so um, we're in the house, and Abby sees a flash of this woman in colonial dress, and Ichabod does not see her. Nope. And you know it's not it's not creepy. It's not at all no. creepy. They're already seeing shit. Um. And we get that Abby does not like haunted houses. She does not. She does not do haunted houses. And no. no. Not, never have, not as a child, never will. Nope. And what was, Icky starts saying to her, well, we faced, uh, we, we faced this, the sleeping demon and, and this. And she's like, no. And he's, he sounds like he's trying to convince himself to. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, his little, and something that, that Tom does with his, that thing he does with his hand, mm-hmm. or I, I would guess it's Ichabod is doing it, but it's a, yeah. it's a character choice yeah. that Tom has made that he does that thing with his hand. When he, you can see he does it when he, he gets into something. Do you think it's almost like he's reaching for a weapon? At his I hip or something? I never thought of it like that. But you know the motion I'm talking yeah, about. His hand yeah. gets stiff and it does this thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if maybe he if that's what it is. We'll see if we can get a screen cap his, of it for his, for the show notes. See, it's his thoughtful hand. Thoughtful hand, and yeah, and there's something that, you know, has been inherently scary for many generations now about a sentient house, a house okay. that can trap you in it, is freaking scary. Yes, I mean there's there's it scares me. Yeah, because think of, you can't like. If you're thinking about you can't reason with a house, it's just inherently evil. And so, you know, I can I can I totally get why Abby's freaked out. Let me let me think about that for a second about talking to a house. Yeah. What? How would that conversation go? Dude, let me out. <laughs> Silence. It doesn't answer. I mean, at least this house doesn't. This isn't a sentient talking no. haunted house. But it, yeah, there's all kind. Of, it's there's door slamming and it's frightening. 
And at that point, I would take somebody's belt or somebody's whatever and tie myself to my partner. Yeah. She got some handcuffs, right? I would do the handcuff thing. I mean, because the whole thing about haunted houses is you do not get separated. And they get separated in this this episode like 400 times. (laughs) Marco. (laughs) It it is. They do. It's, Yeah. And they, they do, they try to stick together a little while, but I'm getting ahead of us again. Um, but so the first thing that really, really happens is Ichabod finds an old book of Katrina's. Okay, so how the floor <laughs> has all these books scattered all over it. Yes. It's, the lighting in that room is really, really bad. And he zeroes in on that one. And he zeroes in on that one book. And before he, it's not even like it was embossed with like property of Katrina Crane. He's even like, oh, Katrina well, he, used to own this this. This same, oh like, my god, it's this, and here's this letter well, in he it. he picks it up. There's nothing on the cover. No. It's a plain leather cover. Well, that kind of brings the question in, how much of this was meant to lure them away from either each other or trying to get out? Because we see, so far we've seen this spirit or whatever that Abby sees and Ichabod doesn't. True. You know, and then Ichabod gets distracted by this book, so... I mean, how much of this is orchestrated? And so it's like there's there's a part of the house that's trying to trap them, and there's part of the house that's trying to help them. Yeah, I and I don't know if it's the house or if it's the stuff in the house or. I think it's the. Stuff I just find in the it house. really convenient that of all the things that could be scattered on the floor, that one book, that one book. Yeah, but it's true. you I don't know, know, script, script. Um, and so it has this letter in it that, um, based on the dates, she only could have sent it after he died. No, no, it, the letter was from him to her. From him to her. Oh, yeah, okay. it was the letter. It was the See, letter. I'm blocking out stupid Katrina shit. <laughs> he wrote it to her right before he went to the oh, battlefield. Oh, that's what remember? it was. That's right what it was. Before he went and to deliver fight the it horse. if I die. Something, yeah. Oh, How dramatic. Which he would have done a couple of days later. So it's the letter she, he wrote. Okay. And she apparently came back to the house after his burial, which of course he was unaware of because he was dead. Yep. So, he um. Did. Well, well, he was sleeping dead-ish. really, really hard. He was death adjacent. Uh, we move on and we we get another flashback of Ichabod and Katrina meeting Lachlan Fredericks for the first time and his house matron who is uh, Grace Dixon Grace Grace Dixon Grace Mm -hmm. okay now before um we get to that flashback uh I wanted to point out that they're they're starting to move back through the house right and Abby who is obviously scared Mm -hmm. starts asking and this is why we get the flashback mm-hmm. she's asking ichabod uh questions like she's trying to get him to talk to her and distract her from the scary right which is not a bad thing it's, no. it's to help her fight through the fear yeah to distract her from it which i thought that was a really good move on her part abby and she's smart enough to recognize that she needs a distraction yeah, it's like she's, well, she's about to go to Quantico, so surely she's taken some psycholo- psychology classes. Yeah, I'm sure she has. And so that's when we move into this flashback. And um, Ichabod, who who just makes great, I would like to see him make a shitty uh, logical leap and have to backpedal <laughs> at least once. Because he, surely that's happened. He automatically assumes that this home was not just sanctuary for freed slaves, but sanctuary against evil. And that now oh, something course. something has gone wrong, of and course. it's you know like a broken house thing. Well, I, I guess this is one of those times where the writers felt like they had to advance the story 
and really didn't have time to work around that. Yeah, so they're like, here's a couple sentences. Oh, yeah, so by the way, the house is supernatural. Okay. Yeah. And so they, they do find um, the woman, Miss Gilbert, and she's been trapped in this, like, root cocoon and it's like it's all it's bloody roots right but she's this time they say she's in a closet and that's yes. a different door than she went through the first time because this door has the it's it's got like an arch over the top mm-hmm. of it so it's not it's th- a completely different door that she went into or that we saw the first time but remember we saw the bloody prints on the floor yeah so she it got, dragged she was it dragged, dragged her or something so she's in a different room she's in a so different they wanted door. to put her in a different closet i guess and um, we see we see some kind of like earth root demon thing wake up and it starts stalking toward the house. Yeah, and he cut. It was right after he cut through the because she's t- she's trying to stop him. Yeah, and he cuts through the vine and there's blood just like it's a vein instead of a, yeah a, a, a vine vein instead of a vine. Yes, and when she falls out of the she's very shell shocked. Yes. Which is how you should act when, not should, but that's how you would act. Yeah, it's realistic that she acted that way. And she says that the house is alive. Well, and the way Ichabod brings her back, Mm -hmm. which at first I thought he was being a dick (laughs) and was just, just needed to know, wanted her information and needed to know about the connection to Katrina. Yeah. But what he actually, which, okay, and I apologize, Ichabod, that's not what you were doing. What is what he was doing was he was relating her back to Lachlan Fredericks. Yeah. And saying he was one of the bravest men I ever knew. Yeah. And he's giving her the bravery. Yeah. You're brave too. We can do this. Right. And that it does kind of bring her back. Yeah. But at first I really did think that he was just being a dick. You're like, God, she just got out of some <laughs> creepy cocoon <laughs> thing. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh and now it's you you're right, you we do see the the this tree creature viney mm-hmm. thing coming up out of the garden um and you see it's nighttime yeah but we did see the transition period this time yeah instead of just it's spontaneously right. one or the other so i just noticed that and they're 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 growing yeah yay they're getting better um and so we move on to the police station and frank is trying to contact abby um which God, Frank, you sent them to a haunted house, and now you can't get her on the cell phone. You probably should be worried now. A little bit. And um, so he is stuck dealing does with he Jenny know? at the station. Right. But does he know that's where they went? Did they tell him? I assume they would have told him. You would think they would. You would think. Okay. Let's if they just... didn't, that's that's bad on Abby. I know. Um, and so Jenny's at the station, and he's kind of dealing with her. They are so flirting. I know! So much flirting. I am gonna just continue to sail my ship. You can't not ship that. Yeah. Uh, they, they were. They were super flirty, because it turns out Jenny stole a gun when they were when they were doing the horseman hunt. At, a, a, a gun? Was it a gun? Was there it was multiple? A, he, he gave her two. She gave back two guns. She gave back two guns. Because he gets, she gives him the first one, and he's like, and? come on. And then, oh, I thought it was a gift. And she sets the second okay, gun on the so, desk. And, and you know, Frank's not amused, but he's totally flirting back. So and um, it turns out that Jenny came. She wanted to have Thanksgiving dinner to surprise Abby. And she was going to invite Frank. And I was so happy. 
Because remember, Abby, before Abby was saying, um, I don't think that that constitutes a Thanksgiving dinner with the turkey and the cranberry sauce. But here it is, Jenny. Jenny wants really to initiate does. that. So yeah. we see a, a much softer side of Sears. No, softer <laughs> side of Jenny. Yeah, and I really, really like that 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 came from Jenny. It wasn't constantly Abby trying to well, and she's, pull her back in, and she's like shuffling her feet. Oh, well, it was a bad idea. It was really cute. It was very cute. It just it gives another it's facet. The, to Jenny's character. It's a little sister. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a very little sister thing to do. And um and then they're getting super super flirty. We get Frank's ex interrupt them with his daughter. Yes. Who we finally get to meet. Yes. Um we get to meet uh Cynthia and Macy. Macy. And Macy is played by Amanda Steinberg. Okay. Who is Rue from The Hunger Games. Oh. It is her. Okay. Okay, I didn't even I should have known by the hair. That glorious hair. That glorious, I love glorious her hair. hair. I know. Oh my gosh, it's I mean, great. Man, if I could get my hair to look like that. It would be awesome. I, I, I really tame like. tame the frizz that well. It was I really cool. like this this little actress. Oh, I do too. I like her I was a lot. so glad to see her in another role. Yeah. Because, you know, Rue dies. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Hunger Games spoiler. If it's you haven't like, seen the movie. It's like the five years old. It's fine. There's something wrong with you. Um, but yeah, it, it is her. Okay. That's really cool. Um, and just as I wanted a little bit more of that storyline, we go back to the mansion. Yeah, it's very, very cutty. Yeah. Cutty. And that's a technical, that's a technical, uh, technical term. Technical term. Yeah. And, um, so it, we find out that Katrina was the last person who came to the mansion seeking sanctuary before it was abandoned. Because apparently this place had a registry. Yeah. I, that just seemed That's, really weird to that me. That seemed a little hotel to me. Like, be bit. sure to sign in while you're here Why for not? Sanctuary. Yeah. And I, especially when I, we find out later why she was there for Sanctuary. I, I don't see them going, now hold on, well, Miss Crane. <laughs> you gotta sign the sure book. sign this first. <laughs> uh, but it could be that Grace was just keeping a record. Yeah, it could, yeah, that could have not. That could have been a Grace thing, a, not a Katrina thing. Yeah, as, as the house matron keeping yeah. records of who was there. Because back Back in them days, uh, <laughs> records were kept manually. Right. Uh, any kind of any kind of records anywhere. Yeah. Back before all, the internet. Back before the interwebs. Um, and so. we find out that, like, through a family legend from Miss Gilbert, that Lachlan was a warlock, beyond just being an abolitionist. Okay. No wait. Okay. I take offense at that. Okay. Warlock. Warlock. Okay. Um, he calls Lachlan a warlock. Now, I do realize that in modern day, today, uh, it is commonly accepted that a warlock is a male witch. However, the etymology of the word warlock is traitor. Really? Yes. The word originally meant traitor. Um, And any of the male witches that I've ever known do not call them warlocks. Okay. Wizard or witch? Witch. They, they don't prefer, mind witch. They prefer to be called witch as a non-gender specific term. So witch is non, non-gendered. Yes. I did not know that. Because yes. I always thought, I get, it's probably Harry Potter coming out <laughs> that it's witch and wizard. And yes. I always thought warlock was like a no. evil wizard. No, warlock, the word itself is the etymology of it uh, goes back to, uh, it is it's traitor. Okay. Now, and it's very negative connotation. Um, whereas witch comes from the word witcha. Mm-hmm which is Old English for a user of magic. It does not have a gender-specific connotation to it. Right on. I like non-gendered where stuff. where the modern-day religion of Wicca comes, comes from. from the Wicca, which is it's spelled W-I-C-C-A. 
but it's not Wicca. Well, today's today religion... It's, today it's Wicca. Today's religion is Wicca, but the old English word is Witcha. Okay. Which, if you uh, put the A at the end of which... Yeah. That's how you would say it. Oh, uh, that's interesting. So, but it can be also... It's also spelled W W I C C A is the feminine version. W-I-C-C-E is the masculine version. If you think Old English. Oh, okay. Uh, but that... Many male witches that I've known, they, they do not want... Although it is commonly accepted that warlock... The death because if you look up the definition for it, today's definitions say it's a male witch. Old definitions, blah 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 blah. So, but yeah, I've never known a male witch that was okay with being called warlock. Okay, right on. So I, I learned something. I don't know that Lachlan would have appreciated actually being called a warlock. Well, and I can even forgive that because you know how family stories are. True. They don't necessarily, you know, tell stories in, in the most flattering light. <laughs> They're like, he was totally a warlock. Um, but a warlock is not a magic user. <laughs> it's a traitor. Well, I anyway, mean. Anyway. Whatever. Damn headstone. It's like that damn headstone. That stupid headstone. <laughs> um, so Ichabod thinks that he was in Katrina's coven, which is another logical leap. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you say coven, I don't know that. Well, no, we've established that there was there were at least one male in it with the priest. Yes. Okay. So that. Okay. So can, there's there's a precedence. We for can there have being a mixed gender coven. In that particular, covens can be mixed gender. Okay. Well, I was thinking, you know, you're. I'm. I've known a few. I'm colored with colonial times, women, men separation. True. Thing. That's true. But I mean, if you if you read through the history of the wit, the current modern day witch, if you go back through the history, uh, the wise women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is a very feminine yeah practice back, back in the day. Yeah, but it, those, these were the wise women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The midwives and the yeah. So. Okay. Um. So something bad happened at the house, which they they've gathered that, um. But they don't know what. And Lena, who is um, he's still being the woman. Pushy with her. He has been. He has been. But he's you know they're really trapped pushy. in this house. So well, I think he's trying to. He's asking her. And again, I'm a, wanting to accuse him of being a dick. But what he's really trying to do is he's trying to get the information that she's learned about this house from her to see if they can find a solution to get out of the house. Right. He's trying to get out of the situation, not just push her for information about Katrina. Yeah, that's the end goal: is to get the hell out of there. That yeah, but. It just kind of, I kind of feel like he's trying to pump her for information about Katrina. Yeah. His, well, yeah. His uh, relative. Yeah, his <clears throat> <clears throat> relative. Um, yeah, and it turns out that Lena did research on her family home and the legends around it, but it's conveniently back in the city at yes. her house. Yes. Because she didn't bring any of it with her when she went to see the house. Well, no. I don't really know why she would bring it with I her. I would. Well, I'm she looked like she well, she just kind of showed up in the car with her driver bodyguard. I don't know that she brought luggage with her to stay the night. That's true. She She's was probably just, in a hotel, just somewhere. looking at it, yeah. just to now that she actually owned it. Yeah. Um. So before we can get too really deep into that, the creature attacks, <laughs> and they find some old passages in the walls. Yes. And Abby, of course, well, gets separated. Well, he mentions and. I only caught this because it was in the closed captioning. Mm-hmm. So it's like there was part of the the script that made it into the closed captioning that didn't make it into the show. He mm-hmm. says something about, oh, they must have built these passageways for the escapes, escaping slaves okay. to hide in. Okay. But you only catch that in the closed captioning. He doesn't actually say it. Really? Which I, like, I rewound. I was like, I'll have what? to I'll have to go back and check because yeah. I'm on a, you're on Hulu and I'm on uh, Amazon. 
Yeah. So I'll check if it's in my version too. That that's interesting. Yeah, because I saw it, uh, and I because I saw the, the words and I was waiting for him to say it because that's how I watch TV, and I don't watch all shows like that. <laughs> Why well, I apparently feel like I have to justify that. Um, but yeah, I kept waiting for him, and he never says it. He says something else, and it confused me. Okay. Um, yeah, so, th- well, that ex- at least explains why the passages are there. Um, and, of course, Abby gets damn separated. Say, so, if they would have tied themselves together, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Handcuff- well, if, well, and he's sticking close to Lena because she's wearing his coat. Yes. Just want to point that out. Yes. So this is where the version, this is where the scary version of Marco Polo begins. Yes, it is, because they're separated. And um, Ichabod actually has a close encounter with the creature. Now, is he calling her Abby? Lieutenant. He's lieutenant. Her lieutenant. He's, yeah, because they're in danger situations. Yeah, that's so right. That's, he's just generally lieutenant. Yeah, so he loses the game of Marco Polo. He does. Because the monster shows up. Do you know who plays the vine monster? Who? Marty Mallet. Ma- Matillus? Who M A T U L I S. He played the Sandman. Oh, okay. It's the same actor. Okay. Well, I, I just wanted to see who. They're who, like, hey, buddy, him. you've got this resume of being creepy. Want to be creepy mm-hmm. again in a different yeah. outfit? <laughs> sure. So it's, it's the same guy twice. And there's some really, I really like the camera work mm-hmm. while they're back there in these little passageways. Um, the angles and the lighting and everything is really good. I'm glad you mentioned that because when I was looking up the director, Liz Freelander, and, you know, what else she had done, she's done a lot of TV, but she's done a lot of soapy stuff. What I would consider like daytimes, no, no, like oh. like Pretty Little Liars oh. and stuff like that. Like, so nothing that I would consider like this. But I, I think she did a really good job with this episode. Yes, like you said, I noticed some of the cool camera stuff that I liked. Yeah, it's because the the cameras weren't like at their face. Like normally, when you see a camera in a scene, the cameras yeah. are, are up here eye level. Yeah, but like I know that. There's one scene I can see in my head specifically. The camera's below Abby, and it's looking mm-hmm. up at her. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Okay. Yeah. And she, the, her, the look on, and she's holding the flashlight out. It's yeah. the way it's coming. Because, you know, we see the, the underlighting. Yeah. It's spooky. Yeah. Well, that camera angle is, it's a spooky camera angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think she did a really good job with that. Um, so Abby's alone, and she's really trying not to freak out. And she and failing. She gets out of this passage back into the main house, and she sees this now, woman again. Now she gets out by kicking Panels. through a door, yeah. and she's kicking these old wooden slats. Okay, for those of you playing the home game, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Are they load bearing slats? Without checking the slats first. Why? I had a kid when I was a kid. Okay, a friend of mine was doing that and was kicking through the back of an old shed, uh-huh. and a nail went right through her foot. Ooh, shoe and all. Ooh. We had to, to get the board loose, and she went to the emergency room, board and nail, because you can't take the nail out. Uh, and it was rusty. Oh. Uh, right through. I mean, all the way through ow. her foot. Um, so, yeah, I would check for nails before you do that. So, if you're Because the whole time she's kicking, I'm like, no! So, if you're stuck in a haunted house, and you're trying to get out of a secret passage, look before check you kick. Check for nails before you kick through those, those yeah, please. Just Thank you for that. Word of advice. <laughs> For that childhood lesson. trauma <laughs> learned from my child no it didn't happen to me luckily thank god and she was fine she had to, she ended up getting a whole set of tetanus shots oh and, i bet yeah but as far as damage to her foot wow. she was she she turned out okay okay but uh yeah it was it was a traumatic experience i think i was like 12 oh my gosh and we i just of course we had that really bad fear of we're all gonna get in trouble 
Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I really don't care. I have a nail in my foot. Yeah, we actually had to, and they took her to the hospital. Nope, we did not get in trouble for the record. They didn't care that we were busting through these slats. But anyway, <laughs> so yes, she gets through and Grace appears to her again. But it's like, but it's not like this ghost that's appearing to her. It's like a... It's a, like somebody walked by a, really fast. A vision memory. Yeah, yeah. And um, at this point, did you realize it was Grace? Yeah, I knew the first time it was Grace. I don't think I paid that much attention. Yeah, I th- think I knew the first time she went through that it was Grace. Um, so we go back to the uh, to the station, and we find out that um, if you didn't notice it from the flash you saw earlier, um, Frank's daughter is in a wheelchair, and she runs into Jenny, and she thinks that they're dating. She- <laughs> and they have a cute little talk. My note, my notes here says Macy, confront- Macy confronts Jenny. Macy ships it. I ship it. Yes. And I have in my notes that Macy is precious. Yeah, she is. She's precious. I really like her. And they have a cute little talk about uh, Frank. And we find out that um, that his ex-wife and his daughter are living in the city. And he's in Sleepy Hollow. Yes. So that's more confirmation yeah. that he came from New York. He came from somewhere else. Yeah, he came from New York City to, to go to Sleepy Hollow. Um, she is Frank's daughter. Yeah, Her she attitude is. and the way she talks to Jenny... Uh, she's very much. She Frank's didn't beat about child. the bush. No, she, but she wasn't embarrassed either. She was just like, "Yep." So you dating my dad? We're gonna have to meet sooner or later. And Jenny's skulking Jenny's just like Jenny's skulking out her, like with her hoodie on, and I was like, Jenny. Yeah, she was. She was not, but that's how you you're not seen yeah she's she's learned that tactic yeah she was trying to slide out of there trying to slide out without being seen and macy was not but they make really fast friends yes yes they're buddies i i like how jenny responded to her i do too it wasn't defensive it wasn't it was just i I liked how that happened we're we're learning in this episode that jenny is not the hard ass we think her to be yes Yes, she's turned herself into that, but she's, but she's not completely... But she's really not heartless. Yeah, she's not. She just wants people to think she is. Exactly. And um, so we, we move on, and Frank is talking to his ex, and she's really unhappy with how little he sees Macy. Yeah. And um, it turns out that when he moved to Sleepy Hollow, it was supposed to be easier for them. And, um, of course, she has no idea what's going no, on. No, of course not. And, I mean, how could he tell her? Exactly. Like, I mean, well, I mean, if she was, she's going to go for full custody if he bails on one more visit with Macy. And so, God, she'd go for full custody if he's like, hey, so there's hey, this guess what? war for the, you know, for the for the fate of mankind. It's a secret war. It is a secret I've war. I've been waiting all cast to say that. You know, I have. <laughs> um, but so, neither one of them are wrong. But, yeah, you know he his his daughter does need him, and that scene really hurt my heart. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, so. and yeah, Frank's got some tough choices. We, he does because un, unlike the rest of our heroes, he's he's got this you know these people, and one of them he has a is, is a daughter. Proper. He has a family proper. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to. I mean, they all have family, but he's got a little one. But he has to worry a little. About. Yeah, he has yeah. a child, which makes it a different angle. Yeah, and um, so we go back to the house, and Abby sees the ghost again, or vision, or whatever, and she gets a full on vision. So of Grace delivering a baby. So I have a question in here okay. in my notes: Is it the house that's giving her the visions, or is it Katrina? We know the answer later. Yeah. But at this point... Well, I assumed it wasn't the house because the house is benevolent, and this did not feel evil. Okay. So, um, but or, or could it be Grace? Something in the house. Something yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, but it's not... Cause you're saying it's not it's, Katrina. 
specifically that's sending her. These. I don't think so. Because Katrina has sent her these visions in the past. I think it's. I think it's more that it's Abby's proximity to this house and to where Grace was. Okay. I mean, we know later that that is what happened, but I yeah. put that in here as a question. And um, so we see that the woman delivering a baby is Katrina, which I don't think anybody was, like, on the edge of their seat about that one. I'm, we all were pretty clear that that's probably who that it was. That is Katrina. Um, but Abby's face in that scene, there's so many emotions playing across her face. You can see, and you, you got this back to Nicole's act, act, acting. Um, she's doing it. Martin Freeman she's doing it with a look <laughs> you can see everything going across her face is that she knows she has to tell Ichabod yeah and oh god what is this going to do to him and yeah she's not she's not scared anymore she's yeah she, that's she's focused on on what what's she's going seeing. on in front of her um and then we go to a commercial break mm-hmm. and the vision is just gone that transition was really bad yeah where it I just, mean, I wish they could have ended the vision and then Abby's standing in an empty room mm-hmm. with every the vision gone and then cut to commercial and then come back. Yeah. But to be in the middle of this vision, have a commercial cut, and to come back and she's in a completely different place. I wonder, does Hulu do the commercials at the same time the actual show does? I don't know. Because I don't get commercials on Amazon. I don't know. But, but, I, I, can, then, but I can clearly then, tell when there's yeah. a cut for one. Well, but I mean, it's a cut to a whole other scene. Regardless yeah, of whether true. or not the commercial was there, it's a cut to a whole other scene. That's She's true. She's back with her flashlight. Yeah. So it was a bad, bad editing. But we but we did find out that, you know, Katrina does deliver the baby and... Um, and the baby's okay. And the baby's okay and it's a boy. But did you notice the crows attacking the windows yes, while she's delivering? Yes, Because yes. they, they show that quite prominently. Yeah, there's, there are, well, there are crows throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. It's not There's not just a crow at the beginning when we were first talking about it. But there's... You Peppered hear throughout. crows cawing and mm-hmm. it's, it shows in the closed captioning if you don't hear it. But there are, are crows all through this yeah. house thing. And there's I think there's one scene where Abby's... Uh, Abby and Ichabod are first walking through and like a bird flies by in yeah. front of her and she kind of ducks out. So there's birds all over the place. But yes, right when, when the bird of the, right when the bird is born, <clears throat> when the baby is born, they, yeah, the, crow, the crows are like, they're breaking it. Yeah. They're like slamming themselves against the window panes. Um, so Abby continues to search and she tries to find Ichabod or she finds well, Ichabod, but now Ichabod's separated from Lena. Well, if, Sorry, if we could back up to that window real quick. Mm-hmm. Lachlan goes to the window and mentions Moloch. Oh, he mentions Moloch by name? He mentions Moloch by name. Okay. Uh, Moloch knows or something. Okay. And, or Moloch's found a way in or uh, something. But he says Moloch. Yeah, He says okay. the name. So they knew even back then. Who the demon was. Who was coming. That would have been nice to ch- to tell him in episode one, Katrina. Thanks. I know. Don't yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. So um, so she finds Ichabod, but not Lena because they've been separated. I swear to God, tie tie yourselves together, well, you idiots. And they go down another flight of stairs. I think we've watched them go down about three flights of stairs. They've never gone up <laughs> any stairs. They're, They're constantly the going down. And I want to know how far down this house goes. Are we supposed to assume they went up when they were in the passages? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I just noticed that this was, again, they're going downstairs. But you notice Abby tells him right away she does not She does not wait until they're out of the house. I made a note about that, too. She immediately tells him. Yeah. She does not hold back. She does not pull a Dean Winchester, and I'm going <laughs> to lie to you for, for your own good. 
No, or a Sam Winchester. I'm gonna lie to you for your own, or, or Winchester just brother. Winchester brother. Yeah. So I, I was I was really proud of her for that because that had to be. I mean, I know it's not her fault, but that has to be a really hard thing to tell your friend. Like, hey, oh, I know. So you have a son that you never met that's probably dead. Well, is dead. I mean, 200 plus years, he's dead. But so, considering the situation that they're in, do you really think it was a good idea for her to tell him right then, though? Well, but you maybe got, as soon as they get out of the house, you got to think though that it's all tied up together with them being in the house. Yeah, maybe. Plus, it was in the script. Well, I mean, we know it was tied yeah. up with the house with the kid, but I just would think because it really distracts him. Yeah, it does, and he's very visibly upset. Um, but it turns out that after the birth, the house was attacked. And um, whatever it was broke through Lachlan's hex. Yes. Which, well, it grew up inside. It grew yeah, inside the, the, bounds, the barriers. Which I'm going to ask a idiot magic question. Isn't hex bad? I thought a hex was a bad thing. A hex is a bad thing, but they're using it. Uh, the they're using word, it in a protective way. They are. She, she calls it a protective hex. Yeah. But hexes are, are is another is, is a curse. Right. That's what, what I thought. She well, should have. Right. Yeah. You are right. What she should have said is uh, a ward. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, I know that from RPGs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I noticed that too. But I was just gonna kind of let it shield go. charm. Yeah, but she's called because she calls it a protective. Hex. Yeah, it's not just a but hex. But a hex is a curse. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. You're correct. So it turns out, yeah, like you said, the creature grew inside the property and attacked the moment that Ichabod's son was born. Yes. Um, Literally, and, it did. And so Lachlan sends Katrina and the baby away and is almost immediately killed. Yeah. So that's not good. No. Um, and so he gives, uh, he calls, this is, he calls her Abby. This is where he, he calls her, call Abby. her Abby. Um, that's how you know he's really messed up. <laughs> and um, he wants to know what happened to his son. And Abby's like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't see that part. I have no idea. Yeah. And they they do actually find Lena again. But also they find the creature. And we get like jerky, jerky camera angles and a fight. Yeah. But I think they were trying to keep from focusing... Uh, on the creature too much right because the second we see more of it the more cheesy it exactly. looks exactly yeah yeah um we've been through that before with yeah this show. yeah so that was probably a smart choice it was probably a smart directing choice to to choose to portray it that way um and so ichabod realizes that hitting the roots um the creature can feel it and yes, we, uh, he tells abby to shoot yes at the roots and um abby gets another flash of grace and she is leading her away and um, it's I'm a, I always just assumed right away it was to safety because we've seen Grace. Yeah, he's is, leading. Well, he's Grace is a benevolent character. Right, and Grace, uh, Grace is leading Katrina. Yes, you see in the vision that she she's, she's leading she's both of, yeah. to Katrina. Yeah, but it's meant for Abby to see. Right, and so um, they get out of the house, and Ichabod goes straight to the trunk of the car, and he goes back into the house with a hatchet he is furious oh my god i don't think we've ever seen him this angry angry yeah no we've never seen this kind of anger and tom plays it so well this his entire body stiffens up and he's like marching fury and he grabs yeah it's pure pure fury and he says do not follow me and he goes in and he fights the thing the thing the thing it is a thing because they do not name it right i do not know what it is right in the credits and they it's just like a creature in the credits it's called scarecrow really yes if you look in the credits and if you look on imdb 
he's the character is called a scarecrow. I this did not a, get that at all. I don't. I get. I don't know. They had to call it something. Yeah. Um. Vine creature. I tried looking around for tree monsters and some. This is. I couldn't find any connection to anything. I did. Well, I did find a tree monster, but it was nothing like this. Yeah. Um. There's. I just couldn't find any supernatural anything that mythology fit this. that came back to this. And if any of our listeners know of anything that I might can relate this to, shoot us an email. Uh, yeah, it looks like some kind of a tree demon. And I tried to look up tree demons, but I just I'm not familiar with this kind of creature at all. Um, and so yeah, and he kills it. And did you think this was anticlimactic? Because I felt like it was. I did too. Um, yeah, because he, he goes in and he's confronting this creature and he makes these, this, he monologues, mm-hmm. you know, that's bad. It and is. then he just starts chopping left and right, but maybe he's wounding it with chopping off the, the roots. Yeah. And then he just kind of chops the, the ax right into the middle, like one slice right into the yeah. middle of this creature and then it falls down dead. And yeah. I'm like, seriously, he didn't even... The creature didn't really even attack you. Yeah, yeah. He just wailed on it, mm-hmm. and it was dead. Yeah, and it was dead. I'm like, what, did you yelling scare it? What What happened? Yeah, I thought it, there was not much of a battle. Yeah. But did you notice that Ichabod uses flares? Yeah. He comes in, he, so he's learned how to use flares. Yeah, I mean, so he, I mean, he is rapidly learning. He is. About so his. So we're seeing his progress of learning about the, the and his acceptance, and knowing how to use it. Yeah, and knowing that this is. You know, purposely so, yeah. using it for that purpose. So I, yeah, I like that. And um, so we get our anticlimactic monster dead. And we move on to the archive. And well, this is our post-case But I do want to point time. out. Yes. He, you know, he gets into the car. And he's he's bloody. And he gets in the yeah. car. And they drive off. The second they drive off, all the crows leave. All the crows take off <laughs> and leave the house in this big, huge flock. Okay. I don't know how significant. but I didn't notice that the because... Evil is, it has been sanctified. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't notice the uh, the crows because I was busy thinking, can somebody put a tarp down? He's sitting in your car all bloody. I'm, I'm thinking maybe she has leather seats and they can just clean it really well. He was like gooey. He was very gooey. Yeah, my thought, I did, I was thinking. Yeah, I was seats. like, don't, don't, how about you like sit in the trunk or but, something? But Hebby's car's, when, she, when it's dr- she's driving off into the moonset, because there's not a sunset. That moon is so crappy. <laughs> at least it was. Usually it's it's a full moon that you see in these yeah, CGI moments. Yeah, at least moments, it wasn't. But it was not a full moon. But it was, you could tell it was obviously not from that, lo- same, in the same location. It was really terrible. But I was looking at the moon thinking how crappy it was when I saw the crows fly off. So. Okay. I didn't notice it because I was That's my excuse. worried about upholstery. <laughs> oh, yeah, understandable. Yeah. So we go to the our typical um, post-case archive time. And um, Abby invites Ichabod to join her at Jenny's dinner with his favorite rum. Yes. And so she knows. She knows he's hurting. I meant to look hurting. up, but we need to find some of that rum. I don't really like rum, but yeah. now I kind of want to try some. <laughs> and um, he thinks that he'll really be crap company. And she admits that, yep, it's not easy for everybody. And it's not easy for her. And he shares a story about his dad. And I like that she's that she doesn't just give him this standard cheer up, come on, spend time. <laughs> she she admits, yeah, it kind of the holidays, holidays can suck. suck. You know, they can, and they do suck. They can the they can suck for people, and yes. not. I, I think it's important for for people to realize that it's not just something that you have to grin and bear it through it. You yeah. Know? 
So I, I liked that. I liked how they did it was, that. It was it was a good scene. But we learned a little bit about Icky too. Yeah. So And um so we we find out that Lena Gilbert has very quickly sent Abby all the Fredericks Manor papers. But when he first brings hands her the box, because Ichabod hands Abby the box, yeah. he says, perhaps it's tre- more treasures from the Amazon. Yes, I love that. <laughs> and I'm looking at the box trying to see the little smiley face, but of yeah. course it's not on there. They, they didn't pay to get their product no. in. So. Um, <laughs> if they can't get 7-Up, who can they get? That's true. They, oh, they need to have Frank just like crack open a can. <laughs> That would be that would or be priceless. Just, or if even just like a in vending machine in the background, and all you see is the Seven Up, that would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Lena has sent uh, Abby the papers about Frederick's Manor and about yes. Grace Dixon. Yes, and we find out that Grace is Abby's descendant. Well, like Ichabod said earlier, with them, coincidences are not coincidences. I mean, and when you think about it. It's something they blatantly told you. Her name is Grace Abigail Dixon, Mills. Yeah, and she's Grace Abigail Mills. Mills. Sorry, I forgot her name. <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> That's not a hard word to say. I can say Mills. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you kind of figured that maybe they were well, related? and that. But that's if you remember, that was like several episodes ago, and it was a one-off. Yeah. Thing. So I mean, if you weren't like, I don't think I noticed the first time I watched this through. I'd like to say I did, but the first time I watched this episode was a couple years ago. So yeah, I so you know, but um, but it's right there. Yeah, and, there's the clue. And so they drink a toast to family and to finding family, which because they're family now too. They are, and that's the end of our episode. <laughs> so I liked it. We we find out a lot of information. Yeah. Um, We've, there's a lot of family in this episode. There's, yes. There's Frank's family. We're learning about Ichabod's family, and we're learning more about. Jenny, there's a lot. There's and a how lot, they're all tied together. So it's it's a very Thanksgiving-y, okay, it's a thanksgiving episode. Yeah, it is. Without actually being a Damn Thanksgiving it. episode. That, they did that well. Yeah. They, they made a Thanksgiving episode without making it a Thanksgiving episode. That takes some talent. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, I, I did like the episode. I liked the merger of it being a, a Monster of the Week plus a storyline episode. That's hard to tie in together and... and while yeah. some of the CGI is up to their normal standards, which is really bad, <laughs> um, it was good. There wasn't a whole lot of actual historical stuff in this episode, which, of course, you know, is going to make me a little sad because I want right. I want some Ichabod history. Right, I know you I do. love me some twisted history. I do, too. I think um, it's great. So, but despite that, it was it was a strong episode. Yeah, I, I thought so, opinion. too. Um, so, guys, let us know what you think about this episode or this show or anything. And if, if you have any additional information for us or if you want to share a theory or whatever, we, we want to hear from you. Yeah, you can email us at randomtpodcasts, that's with an S at the end, at gmail.com or message us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com or tweet us at randomtcasts. And if you don't want to remember all of that because you're like me, um, all of our pertinent links in, are on our website at randomtpodcast.com. So you don't have to remember anything but that. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Janya. I'm Queenie. Thanks, guys.